and welcome to Melodies of Life. I'm your host, Anna Enkia. Today's episode is about living with a narcissist. Ideally, in our closest relationship, we share a healthy independence, offering encouragement, mutual regard and respect while evoking good from each other. But a narcissist uses gaslighting, projection, displacement and intimidation to diminish and force you into subordination. Narcissists do not represent what's good about humanity. They are parasites wishing to suck the life out of you in their own pursuit of power and significance. A word I like to use to describe one experience with a narcissist is a tyrant. They are control freaks and bullies with a combination of anger, forcefulness, oppression, and punitive attitudes. Their overbearing behavior are initiated even when they have no right or reason to act as they do. Other than their clear declaration of, because it's me, you should do as I say. Tyrants view people no more than a tool transaction, somebody to be used, then discarded. In their minds, empathy is almost completely meaningless. They are so focused on maintaining tight control that the prospect of harmony and collaboration is non-existent. Very early in their life, tyrants became defined by anger. They aggression, stubbornness, and imposition were deemed necessary as they sought their place in a disordered world. The anger was born out of fear, unable to trust, they feared being ruined or deemed unworthy. Viewing the world as a judgmental and competitive, they learned to avert shame uh, by becoming the pronouncer of shame. I know that one is difficult to understand, but their need for dominance is little more than compensation for their fear of being irrelevant. That's a very important thing. It's so scary for them. Tyrants wrongly assume that being right cancels the need to examine emotions, their own as well as others. To them, it's a wasted energy to determine life's many nuances and complicities. Instead, they would rather apply binary, simplistic thinking in any circumstance to require insight or introspection. Tyrants have elevated power and control over integrity, meaning they have little willingness to ponder meaning or purpose. Being in charge over the person in front of them is all that matters. Despite their bravado and false surety, they're anxious and uptight people. They truly do know peace. They don't because tension is constantly encountered in their lives. If you're living with a narcissist, you need to understand it is not a relationship. To them, you are someone to be used, then abused, And when you disappoint them, guess what? Out you go. They're willing to destroy anyone who dares to get in their way of their shames. And they have no appreciation for anyone's value. Their life pattern has emotional instability. They're inclined toward exaggerated impartation of a divorce. And this is especially true when they are hurt. In those circumstances, a narcissist's anger can be so strongly triggered that they cling to extreme resentment. They would say, I have been injured, insulted, and mistreated. No one will get away with treating me this way. I can imagine you have heard it as many times as I have because the world out there is full of them. 
They cannot just move on with a lesson learned in a relationship. Instead, they must establish themselves as the victor and you as the loser. There is no other way for them. Becoming so venomous that their only coping mechanism is to become an inflictor of pain. They're masters on that. And commonly, they will declare, I regret ever knowing you or you were the biggest mistake and you will bitterly regret the day you come against me oh boy have i been there so many times and trust me they do everything to inflict pain any any second of the day they can because they are unable to leave on good terms. It's impossible for them. They love to run a smear campaign against you and train others to disdain you as they do. They want everybody to hate you because that's what they do. That's all they have is hatred. And love does not exist in the world of a narcissist. Forget about it. Whatever love or regards they might have, express is completely lost it's just a phony facade and forgiveness is not an option for a narcissist plain and simple when challenged to let go and move on they rather hate it's fascinating to me why they choose that as you understand, this is the base of a regretful narcissist attitude it will become clear that no amount of pleading from you will make a positive difference. You will never win against them. They need an excuse to be evil. And now when you are on their blacklist, they have the necessary justification for whatever foul play that follows. So I'm asking you, please don't debate. Don't speak convincingly. Don't pressure or pursue them. Just back away from them. Try to move forward with a life pattern as independently as you can. Set boundaries in place regarding what you will and will not do with that person. Refuse to apologize for who you are. Refuse to become isolated. Refuse to protect them when you are required to keep their ugly secrets. Tyrants carry a great psychological pain and they are determined to ease that pain by displacing it onto anyone who will receive it. And here's a checklist to give you an idea of a tyrant's behavior. They grab authority when it's unnecessary, needing absolute control. They have a persuasive lack of reasoning, cruel behavior, and dehumanization at its, it is so intentional. They will destroy you no matter what. And there is no feelings involved. They do it with a smile on their face. They give orders. They're using threats against you and commands. They will humiliate you in any given moment. They use different insults and they are relentless, invasive with narrow focus. They have a loner's mindset and no need to connect at the heart level. A difference with others becomes an invitation for dominance contest. When you had ongoing connection with a narcissist, you may have decided to either eliminate contact altogether or per perhaps you have pulled back significantly and sure enough, it helps. 
Yet, a history of sustained contact with a highly controlling, selfish, manipulative person can leave its mark. Over time, due to that person's force of character and relentlessness effort to superimpose dominance, it's quite possible to find yourself reacting towards others as if the narcissist still has residence in your mind. Being physically removed out of sight can help, but the narcissistic message of invalidation can linger for a very long time, meaning not out of your mind. As you are determined to find your independence, focusing on a self-affirming and emotional steady way of life, it will be essential to identify the deliberating patterns the narcissist sets into motion. You have to remember, narcissists themselves are filled with turmoil, and that's what they have to offer you nothing else. Breaking free from ongoing bonds of trauma will require you to be specific about those patterns. And here are eight of the most common patterns that the narcissist stare you into. And sometimes when we're in, it's hard to see. And that's why I want you to really read these ones carefully and think about, do they relate to you or do you recognize yourself in any of these? So even with well-intended people, you can easily engage in unnecessary arguments. They can be so pushy and overbearing that you generalize the need to justify yourself too strongly. So when others wish to discuss differences, you can assume that with a narcissist, it will become ugly. Promoting you to reflexively argue, your better alternative is speaking with calm, steadiness, no insistence. You may have difficulty cleaning, articulating your own feelings and need. After many invalidations from the narcissist, anxiety can settle in. You can wonder if you make sense or if you will be heard at all. Inwardly, you can second guess who you are and how you articulate thoughts. The anxious or the anxiety can recur later with healthy people who are truly interested in hearing from you, but your better alternative would be self-trust. You might remain coy or evasive in routine conversations due to the narcissistic manipulation that you have experienced. You probably develop an overly cautious pattern of self-relevation. Maybe you became too secretive or measured words too carefully. This would have set into motion an automatic defense posture. So your better alternative would be honest self-presentation. You might collapse when confronted or insulted, but exposure to a narcissist's persistent criticisms can leave you feeling defeated and deflated. You might question your value or you may harbor unnecessary guilt, and that is exactly what they want. When someone else has become uh, derogatory, you can think, oh no, it's happening again, and you shrink emotionally. The better alternative would be to have objective reasoning. I know that's hard in those situations, but try it. With others, you may become overly annoyed by routine difference, right? Living with a narcissist can train you to think competitively, who is better, who makes more sense, who is going to gain the upper hand? These are the questions that you have in your mind constantly. 
with normal people, you will notice they too differ from you and that lingering competitiveness can still be repeated within your mind, triggering feelings of discomfort. Instead, it would be better to simply accept the differences. I know that's a hard one to do, but we must. You could become prone to grousing and complaining with others after being mistreated by a narcissist. And it's only natural to seek allies when that we understand or they might see your um, living situation in a different light. And by you telling the story to a safe person can be very appealing. And sometimes the more we tell a story, it keeps changing each time. But it's quite possible that you have many frustrating stories to unload that can go overboard, offering more than the other person can manage. So try to exercising self-disclosure instead because you might gravitate towards one extreme or another regarding your willingness to appease. In your experience with the narcissist, you learned that they seek your subordination. In their mind, you should constantly defer. This can set up the tendency to become either too subordinated with others or overly determinated to be no one's doormat. So try balancing harmonizing as an alternative. You could feel stuck in futility on an ongoing connection with a narcissist that drain you of your joy daily. They are so persistent in reminding you that you are a of little value and that makes you wonder if anyone would ever hold you in a positive light, right? Because you think they love you and you think what they're saying is true, but it's not. This thinking can remain even when you are in the presence of those who really like you. So you need to focus on your enjoyment of goodness. I know that's hard, but it's worth it. When you're ready to move forward and determine to break the trauma bond with the narcissist, it's important to know that the narcissist projects onto you the many tension they cannot resolve within themselves. They wanted you to think you were the cause of their misery, when in fact, you were just a player on their stage. They would have the same traits if someone else occupied that position as you. So a lot of women think, oh, you know, he's going to treat the other woman better than me. Uh Uh-uh. He's going to do the same to the next woman that comes after you. And you have to understand, healthy people have no desire to exploit or diminish others. We just don't. It is so important to remember, you are not required to filter your manner of life through another person's grid. Don't do that to yourself. You're not on this earth to be a participant in such an improper act. And you're not being judgmental when you conclude that the narcissist was one of them with the problem and with undesirable person, because that's what they are. You are a person of dignity who is meant to be treated with respect and civility. Always keep that in mind and try to connect only with people of similar persuasion. No matter what you have been through or what anyone has done to you, there's always a way for love and appreciate it. 
Are you interested in private narcissistic abuse recovery? Sometimes getting help and support from a professional who has lived through this is a necessary step to healing. Then please visit my website, Ananke Wellness. Use my code PODCASTAA and you will get your first session for $100. If you have any questions while listening, please subscribe and leave your comments and you will receive answers to your specific questions. Please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you love it, please give me a review and share it. That would allow me to impact people worldwide. Thank you for listening. Love always, Anna.